0: Hello, from Serie A, 37th match day, and of course we have the Coppa Italia final, Derby d'Italia. Danny, how are you? Ciao, Edu,
1: very well. So this uh, week, week we, one title is going to be assigned in Italy, of course the Coppa Italia. But maybe two, because Milan can, of course, win the Scudetto on Sunday. But first, of course, the game in Rome, the 1st rivalry in Italy, Juventus-Inter. Derby d'Italia, so they call it. It could be the only trophy both teams win. Well, Juventus for sure.
0: Mm, let's analyze then 11 games in this show guys leave your comments comment with us the serie and Coppa Italia press the like and subscribe and now let's go on with the show juve inter on wednesday olimpico di roma fourth time these teams meet in the season no victories for juventus this season but in coppa italia we saw juventus uh, lifting the trophy against atalanta last year we haven't seen inter winning this trophy if i'm not wrong danny since 2011 inter are huge favorites as we can see in the odds Uh, what do you expect about this game
1: well, Inter are favourites because this season overall they've been better. They got nine more points in the table which I think is a good reflection of where they've been the two teams in this season, although Juventus had a very good uh, second half of the season, bad defeat at the weekend, but they were not playing for anything at Genoa. But if you look at the two games that they played recently, not much in between them. Inter um, won one nil in Torino. They didn't deserve to win and then the the Supercoppa was won at the last minute of extra time. Where the difference is, is Inter can find the net, can score much more easily than Juventus. We've got a, a good team, a, a, some good players, but not a great way of playing. Inter have scored... 23 more goals than Juventus. Juventus are only the eighth attack of Serie A. Inter are the top attack of uh, Serie A. And if you look at the form, for example, of the two main men, Lautaro, 11 goals in the last 11 with Inter. He led the remontada against Empoli, a little bit crazy a game. 23 goals in the season. That's his personal best for Inter, for Lautaro. Uh, Vlaovic, a big signing in January, only seven goals for Juventus. As uh, has only scored three in the last uh, 13. Now, uh, this could be a very tight game because, obviously, Inter is going to play with the best team. Juventus are going to play with the best team. Allegri has been able to rotate and change uh, the players in the last few weeks, so they should all be uh, fresh and ready. Inter have got more issues because, obviously, they had to uh, play much more intense game in uh, Serie A. Maybe Bastoni is going to be back for Inter. When Bastoni is back, Inter's defence is a lot more secure recently inter have conceded a lot of uh, goals for their standards but you know um, if you look at the head-to-head within between these two teams is very even in the last eight games three wins each two draws if we consider a draw the one in the supercoppa italiana they finish it under 20 minutes and you know in the last eight games six of them under 2.5 goals so normally can't expect really a lot of uh, goals uh, both to score. It's a good, it's a good bet for me. Pays 191, uh, but maybe on a tight game might go to extra time.
0: I might go to an extra time. I was, I was gonna tell you, Danny. Perhaps the draw, no? In this kind of games, a lot of tension, a lot on, a lot of uh, on a stake. A 3.5 could be good enough, no? As well.
1: Yeah, I think I think it could be it could be good or maybe a draw in the first half. As I said, normally these are not high-scoring games, and um, Inter had their issues to deal with Juventus uh, recently. I think uh, in terms of form, they're very similar. I would say,
0: mm, guys, leave us your comments. Uh, who are you backing? Are you betting on Juventus on Inter? It's gonna can be funny, no, because I think overall the season of uh, Inter is being better than the season for Juve but at the end of the day if Juve win this trophy, they can win the Coppa Italian, Inter can win only the Super Copa if Milan ends up uh, winning the title, so everything can be um, decided in this week, as you mentioned Danny. let's switch to the Serie A, and I'm surprised, first thing, that uh, why all the games are not played at the same time, because there is a lot of on um, stake, and we are seeing that, for instance, in Spanish La Liga, in the French League, or in the Bundesliga, not in uh, Serie A two games to go, and the first game we are going to analyze is a very, very import, important one, because we have Empoli, Salernitana, Salernitana out of the relegation. This close to be almost safe if they had beaten uh, Cagliari, but at the end Cagliari got the equalizer uh, in the very last minute. Dani, Salernitana are on fire and the odds are good to back them against a very poor Empoli at the end of the season.
1: 14 points in the last six for Salernitana, who let it drop, let it slip against Cagliari. They would have been saved with a win, but I think they have achieved already half a miracle. They are still alive and they will still be alive comes the last game of the season. Congratulations to Nicola, Davide Nicola, a specialist in miracles and in uh, salvation. Uh, Look, I think the fact with Salernitana is that recently they've been much harder to beat. It's not that they've been scoring a lot of goals, but they've been very tight at the back. Uh, They only conceded one... uh, Sorry, they only conceded more than one goal in one of the last... um, of the last eight uh, games uh, they had a, an easier round of fixtures if you like they can afford the draw The at uh, Castellani uh, refers uh, fixtures finish 4-2 to, uh, to Empoli that was when Anto- Empoli was uh, flying Empoli second worst defence of Serie A yet they are gonna be saved that tells you how poor they've been in the new year and also how poor the other teams around them have uh, been they also have the worst home defense empoli 43 goals conceded normally with these numbers you go down in serie b not this year something to work on for next year for a very young uh, team sometimes inexperienced sometimes naive started really well against inter went to nil up but then didn't have a game plan and they just waited. Inter was too strong for them. They ended up conceding four. They could have conceded a little bit more. Uh, No reason not to think that Empoli are not going to go for it. It's the last home game of the season for them. Uh, I cannot trust any of the odds on the outright market, but I like Mm. a, a bit of a classic, really, both to score and over 2.5 goals. So I could finish 2 1 each way, 3 1, 3 2, maybe like the uh, game, the best fixtures, 255.
0: Okay, goals. Salernitana's story is amazing. Of course, Santa, if we think they can survive, I think we can, right, Danny? If they've made it uh, so far until now, why cannot they stay in Serie A? Actually, they are now, I think, one of the favorites to stay in Serie A. And Ankur is reminding you, Danny, that you have to go walking. To Salerno. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well,
1: uh, Anchor, look, uh, can, I, can, can, can I catch a bus?
0: <laughs>
1: but let's and talk he... about the last game of the season. But I mean, to be fair, come on, find me somebody who believe on Salernitana to be saved seven or eight games ago. They look doomed and uh, they're still not safe. And I said congratulations to them.
0: And the last game is against Udinese, so it's also a very winnable game. Talking about Udinese, they are facing Spezia, and Spezia, they are not safe yet. We thought that some weeks ago, but they can still be relegated because they are losing and losing four consecutive defeats after also losing to Atalanta, Dani, and Udinese in the middle of the table. Uh, It's been weeks without nothing to play for, but still they are competing well.
1: Yeah, they are competing well and it was a good game against Sassuolo. They could have finished 3-3 only in the first half. lot of chances from one side to the other. In the end, 1-1. Udinese probably deserved a little bit more. Uh, they are in a good run. Uh, they've been unbeaten in the last four Udinese and you know uh, I think if they had the top scorer Beto who already scored 11 goals so far this season I think they would have scored a little bit more but he's out injured they'll also have Becao suspended the defender look Udinese plays for nothing but only to finish the uh, season on a high which they can do against Spezia who uh, they're, not, they're not in a great form. You know, as we said many times, it's a very young team, sometimes inexperienced, sometimes naive. They often score. The problem is uh, they're very leaky at the back. I think they only kept two or three clean sheets so far this season, yet with a point, they probably will be saved. Only four points for Spezia in the last uh, seven. They conceded an awful lot of goals, 66 in total, and they are the worst away defence. They conceded 39. They are a bit lucky, Spezia. Well, if you think about the wins at Milan at Napoli, six key points that are basically keeping them up and their wins that they didn't deserve to win, you could say they were a little bit lucky. But it's a team that plays on the front foot. It is good to watch again for next season a new challenge to make sure they had a little bit more of experience. But also Spezia are the team who they've been benefit more by the by the opposition hitting the post. Record in Serie A, 25 times Spezia opposition have hit the post. So, you know, how things can change quickly. Uh, Udinese to win, I like it, 182. But if you want to boost it a little bit more, because Spezia normally does find the goal, it could be an open game. Udinese win and both to score, three eleven.
0: Mill mm, is going for a surprise, actually, a Spezia. To win, uh, for sure. Tiago Mota's men—they need the points because they can arrive to the last uh, match day. Uh, fighting against uh, relegation. Next game, Danny. Let's relax. Verona, Torino. Two teams. Uh, I think they've done a very good season, both in the middle of the table. Torino, remember that they struggled last season to stay in Serie A. Both lost in the last match day, but I think both are also ending up pretty well this season. I
1: yeah, think. I think I think I think they are. Uh, Torino have got ten points more than last season. Verona, maybe a couple of points less, but let's not forget they changed the manager and hired Tudor after a very bad start, and this is the uh, even Yurich derby. Yurich uh, to manages Torino, used to manage Verona until last year for a, for a long time, and you can tell how these two teams have been influenced by Yurich uh, style of play, very aggressive, they play up the pitch, uh, quick uh, counters, they're very vertical, if you like. I think these are two teams that will need to strengthen in the summer uh, just to try to push for a higher position in the table, which they can do. They go very talented players Verona perhaps lacks a playmaker somebody who can control the game a little bit more against Milan was a little bit too frenetic after taking the lead uh, Torino perhaps a little bit more of creativity behind uh, Bellotti Verona very dangerous the sixth, sixth best attack of Serie A all the front three Barak Caprari, Simeone, all in double figures. Not many teams have this in uh, Serie A. Torino um, beaten well by Napoli. Uh, They scored seven in the last two away games. Torino, normally, they weren't scoring very much. They got a very good defence record as well. It could be a high-scoring game because I think again yeah. Verona last game of the season they wanna take a little bit of revenge after losing to Milan deservedly and Torino will gonna gonna go for it over 2.5 goals I think it's good enough over two uh,
0: one 192 good enough uh, a draw also for Milan also very likely actually in these uh, last match days with nothing to play for a draw always pays well last game we have on Saturdays Roma Venezia Roma the effort of the semifinals in the conference, defeat against Fiorentina, they still need to qualify to the Europa League or finish fifth or sixth uh, now, they have to beat Venezia who can go to Serie B Danny uh, Guardiola criticizing I don't know if Mourinho, know, but saying that uh, Roma is spending a lot of money and perhaps uh, after all that money spent in the last two, three years, they should be higher in the standings
1: Well, if you look at the point, Al, in in Serie A, it is disappointing uh, because, yeah, they got one or two points less than last season. So it's all about that conference league. Finally, if they finally if they lift the trophy, good season and a good stepping stone. If they don't, disappointing. And again, probably a major overall in the summer. Uh, They lost to Firenze. Uh, I thought they were going to lose. Although they've been very unlucky, Roma, this season with referees. You know, if you look at the, the penalty that was given after three minutes... I mean, with VAR and everything is a little bit scandalous and Mourinho let everyone know at the end of the game Roma against top teams still not doing great so far uh, this season yes they beat Lazio they beat Fiorentina Atalanta Leicester but you know not quite uh, what uh, everyone expects but nonetheless the love story between Mourinho and the city continues he was able to reconnect the uh, supporters with the team so this is all good Uh, last game of the season home for roma uh, before uh, they play torino in probably on friday depends if the the league let them play before before the um, the final so this is one obviously they want to uh, say a farewell to their supporters and winning but also be careful because if they don't win this one and they finish eighth they, and they don't win the conference league they will be without european football which they cannot afford really next season. So Venezia still with a chance because the last game of the season is at home to Cagliari. They beat Bologna uh, 4-3. Crazy game. They were going with three up front behind Henry. Uh, The first win in 11 uh, games, although they got the worst away attack, only with 12 goals scored. Let's see if they go gang ho. I think it could be a high-scoring game, but I can see a Roma win here, which, as I said, doesn't pay too much. So look at the corner stats. Roma second for corners taken, Venezia bottom for corners taken. So Asian handicap corners minus 2.5 for Roma to take three corners more than Venezia. Combine it to a home win 0-1.
0: Alvaro's mm, style bet going for corners, Mili's going for the scorer market, uh, Tami Abram to uh, score, of course, the hero of this uh, conference uh, semifinal, Venezia uh, still with some hopes of staying in Serie A after the victory against Bologna. This is a pointless game, nothing oh, to play game. for Dani, Bologna's a two teams in the middle of the table. I guess very quickly on this one, perhaps as we are saying, a lot of goals, draw. This is a, all, also a derby, no? So yeah, it's a
1: regional derby between. Although it's not a very big, big rivalry, uh, Bologna still on on track to have more points compared to last season plus three they've been scoring more recently playing a little bit more uh freely arnautovic having a good scoring season score at venezia as well sassuolo as i mentioned before with udinese always good value always entertaining at the front, at the back, a little bit leaky as well. You know, I think you could be pretty confident that this could be an over 2.5 goals uh, game with both to score. If you want to enhance your odds, and that's around 230.
0: And next game, important one: Napoli, Genoa, Genoa is. Sp- Expecting the miracle after that amazing comeback Real Madrid style against Juve. Even Genoa said that in their social media accounts. Danny, I don't know if they can make it the miracle in the Maradona. The last game for Genoa is against Bologna. So the tough one to get the three points is this one because I guess Spalletti doesn't want to end up the season with another defeat at home.
1: Also because he's already been criticised by the president, Aurelio De Laurentiis, already a few doubts whether his contract to expire next year is going to be renewed. As I said many times, this is going to be... It is the season of regrets for Napoli. You started the league yeah. so well, had a good advantage, played good football, and then uh, lost a few home games, crucial games, and let the title slip. But if you look the team that naboli has they really could have been uh, with a chance to win the title until the very end they got 33 points uh, sorry 73 points in the table which is as many as they had last year at the end of the season, but funnily enough, they scored 15 goal less. So it is being based on defensive uh, solidity, which lately they have been lacking a little bit. Back to back win, Spalletti going more on the attack with Osimhen, with Merted, with on- with Insignia, with Lozanos, so obviously, yeah, you know, uh, trying to outscore oppositions. But as I said, you know, regrets for the many points they lost at home. They are only the seventh team at home with five feet. They play Genoa who are the worst away team, still only 11 points, boosted by that amazing victory against Juventus, although Juventus had nothing to play for. So you need to also to consider uh, that. Um, and they score two, which is very unusual for Genoa. They score more than one goal for the first time since the 5th of November. They've been the specialist in draws. A draw doesn't really make it for Genoa, less Cagliari and Salernitana. Both lose, it's gonna be difficult. Um, Genoa, I don't know, I might have to eat my words. Genoa gonna go down. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Napoli to win, which pays a lot 185. I mean, look, look at the odds for Napoli to yeah. win, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, because he yeah, had them and both to score. That could be the surprise. You can pay you, you could play them individually because mm. they're both mm. good price, but if you want to enhance it for 411.
0: It's surprising, actually. It's amazingly these, high. Yeah, these really high odds for Napoli. We have to say that, the, you know, with two games to go, this Serie A is so entertaining for the relegation and for the title. is very balanced and we've seen so many surprises uh, in this season. Perhaps we see a surprise or not. In the key game of this match day, of course, for the Scudetto fight, eh, Milan-Atalanta, for some minutes, no, we were all thinking again in Verona, they are going to lose the title, Rafael, Rafael Leao, eh, Rafael Leao, the star of Milan giving two assists uh, to Tonali to win that game. Amazing comeback for consecutive victories for Milan. They have to win this one against Atalanta. Another tricky game, Danny, because Atalanta fighting to get in Europe, and we know that they are good, especially when they are playing away.
1: On their day, yes, but Milan... Could be champions already uh, this Sunday evening after Cagliari Inter. Uh, if they win, Inter fails to win, or uh, you know there are there are a few combinations there. But you know if they win, Milan are basically champions because then they can afford a draw at uh, Sassuolo. But if what? they're gonna win the league, uh, they're gonna be champions with one of the lowest points tally ever in uh, Serie A. Uh, amazing results of Verona. Again, another uh, another away wins. Another great performance of uh, team Spirit uh, coming from behind, winning again as they did against Lazio. They deserved and, you know, they say Milan cannot find the goal with the striker. Well, possibly because they don't have strikers in double figures so far this season. But, you know, Tonali pops in scores to Florence, scores at the end. Um, the defence solidity of milan is unquestionable with uh, tomori and kalulu so yes they are on course to win this uh, scudetto which they basically won in that derby against inter when Giroud score two goals. It is going to be tricky for uh, Milan because, obviously, the pressure is on them. Um, and Atalanta, they seem to have found that swagger again uh, recently, although they are very far behind the quality that everyone expected and also the goals tally that everyone expected from them uh, this uh, season. They scored with the first shot on target against uh, Spezia. Then, as always, they conceded. They seem to concede always on the, against the run of play. But, you know, On the road, then the 1-3-1. On the road, they're good. They are third on the road in Serie A with the second best attack, Atalanta. So I think Milan, to win this game, uh, it won't be a 1-0. They need to outscore Atalanta. They need to score a couple, I think, to make sure they get all the three points. Atalanta went to San Siro in September and scored two against Inter. For example, they are capable of scoring one or two. Milan need to score more, but I'm worried for their defense, especially on the right hand side when Leao and Hernandez are gonna attack the back four back three of Atalanta. For me, Milan could win this one only if they score a lot. So Milan to score in both halves. 240.
0: Il Milan vince, Milan wins for Marinel. Well, let's see, eh? let's see how they handle the Pressure over four cards for this one is going to be physical. It's going to be with a lot of tension. Of course, Milan can win the Scudetto on Sunday, but after seeing what Inter is doing in Sardinia, this is another key one, Cagliari Inter, because also Cagliari can get relegated in this uh, game if they lose. And if Atalanta win this game, at least, Danny, there is some hope. With uh, Cagliari, after that late goal scored by Altare in uh, Salerno, boof! this is another tough one to call. Eh? Still alive, Cagliari.
1: They sacked the manager, third manager of the season, Agostini. The assistant manager is in charge. And they rescued a point, which I think they deserved in the end in Salerno. They were not really second best. But as we expected, a very, very tight game especially at the beginning they are in with a chance to get saved the last game for cagliari is a venezia so as long and also they got the advantage They play after salernitana so if salernitana doesn't win uh, the game in empoli you know even a draw for cagliari could be OK, um the problem with Cagliari is the goals have dried up, especially at home. They haven't scored as much as they used to do in the previous season. Only 19 goals scored at home uh, this season. The third worst domestic attack, as I said before, the only player in double figure is Joao Pedro. If he doesn't score, you know, it could be uh, tough. Now, inter Let's see what happened with the Coppa Italia. Very difficult to judge. Let's see what happened with the game at San Siro. Um, We saw shades of Pazza Inter, of crazy Inter lately, you know, with Empoli, with Udinese, they're suffering. I think it's been a very long season for a group of players that, you know, they haven't been rotated a lot, especially midfield. The good news for Inzaghi is that Recently, Barella and Chalanoglu, they look more in uh, form. Uh, Still, they got the top joint away defense, only 15 goals conceded with uh, Napoli. Uh, If Bastoni is back and he's going to be playing as he's going to do in the Coppa Italia, they look a little bit more solid. Um, I'm not expecting a lot of goals in this one, to be fair, because the price for under 3.25 goals, it's quite good 194 so if there are only if there are three goals only three goals you win half your stake less than three goals you win 194.
0: Mm, you don't expect many goals and uh, santa expects many goals because uh, it's a die or die for cayari of course it's a massive game for both Teams, if Inter want to arrive to the final day with options, they have to win. If Cagliari also want to arrive with options to stay in Serie A, they have to win this one. And the last game for Cagliari is against Venezia, probably already in Serie B. So, massive one. And we have two games left on Monday. Sampdoria Fiorentina, Dani, also very interesting. Because Sampdoria, mathematically, they are still not safe after another defeat. Almost safe, almost safe, but still the mathematics uh, have not uh, spoken. And uh, Fiorentina bounced back after three consecutive defeats, uh, beating Roma. And also they uh, they could qualify for Europa League, they could qualify for the conference. So both teams need the points.
1: Yeah, and the Fiorentina done a good game against Roma, helped by the penalty at the beginning. But you know they confirmed the progresses of this season. Twenty more points in the table for Vincenzo Italiano's team uh, playing good football. You know, four three three, always mm, entertaining. Yes, of course, losing Blažić in January had affected him a little bit. But they are with a chance to qualify for Europe, which will be really important for a team that is rebuilding like uh, Fiorentina. I home, they've been really, really good. Uh, This season, Fiorentina in 2022, 19 points. No one has done so well at home. The problem is when they travel. And Fiorentina have got a negative goal difference away this season. Minus seven and failed to score in four occasions in the league away. Sampdoria... completely toothless you know Uh, they seem set up not to concede rather than to score outplay by Lazio very few clear cut chances again they do miss a goal scorer if Caputo doesn't score very hardly someone else find the Nets now playing with a 4-5-1 system yeah they're really looking uh, a very disappointing uh, season only three goals scored in the last uh, six at home, they've been average, bang average, 18 points in 18 games, 10 defeats at Marassi, fourth worst home defense in the league. Very bad uh, numbers. They could get a draw here, I suppose, uh, but I'm leaning towards Fiorentina, uh, really. And uh, I found good odds on an Asian handicap, minus 0.25 in the second half. There's a little bit of a parachute. So if they draw the second half, uh, you lose half your stake. If Fiorentina wins the second half, you win 195. My wealth the draw after all.
0: Mm, Even Fiorentina to win, as simple as that, uh, the odds are the same, basically. If you trust Fiorentina as Mili does as well. And the last game is Juve-Lazio. Perhaps this one, Danny, is good if we go for a surprise for the underdog for Lazio because we saw Juve giving away the points against Genoa. They have to play the Coppa final and Lazio, they need the points. They are performing well lately and they can finish fifth the season. I don't know if it's a good season for Lazio to finish fifth and what uh, they did in Europe. I think
1: it's, it's... It's an okay season, if you think it's the first season with Sarri. And it takes time to bed in all the changes. Um, Some people say it's good if you finish above Roma. Sarri doesn't (laughs) think uh, this way. But uh, Lazio, they've been okay against top teams, but often they came second best. Probably they have more motivations for uh, this uh, game. Uh, Their away record is very poor. They lost seven games away, and their goal difference is only uh, plus to compare to last season to answer your question no a bad season because they got six less points in the table but they could finish in a high you know a winning turin will be probably be um, enough to finish with a smile on the face then again um lazio can score goals we know especially when they play at home can they do it away with juventus again depends a lot of caveat depends what the game in coppa italia in roma is gonna end how long is it gonna last what sort of uh, players uh, fitness there's gonna with juventus is can they actually score more than two goals in a game only eight times this season they've scored three or more game goals. So the problem is that they don't produce enough um, attacks. Uh, Blaovic doesn't get the same services that he used to get at uh, Fiorentina, the same number of crosses. He works a lot for the team, but perhaps it he, he goes unseen, because he's not often in the box. Dybala seems on form of, Rumours suggest Dybala might join Inter in the summer. Yeah. He might not even start the Coppa Italia final. Let's see if he starts this one. Allegri is trying to do a little bit of turnover, giving space also to some of the young players they haven't played. Um, everything will depend on the Coppa Italia. I think how do we judge Juventus' season in terms of success? I think it's negative anyway because of the way they were presented and the ambition they had uh, this season. They should have played much, much uh, better and also we know they're going to finish the season with less points than last year so here we go negative mark for Juventus I can smell an upset here on a high scoring game over 2.5 goals so it could be 2-1 by the way X two, so my indication it could be a draw, high scoring draw or a win for Lazio. Three
0: thirty-six. Mm, you're liking Miniacas lately, Danny in the I think because you
1: have to be creative, really. You have to be creative now. When when I mean you, you can play this bet individually if you like, they're good enough, but I like to combine them. You know, I, th- I think I think it gives you b- b- better value.
0: Most of the times, actually, the bookies don't allow you to play some mixed bets in the same game. Actually, we had a comment last week about that uh, or a bet builder is an option also. That is a good feature that some bookies allow you to do. For this game, Mill is going for Lazio Asian Handicap 0. So you have some insurance for sure. There is value on the away team as Dani is analyzing. Dani, we've analyzed so many games in this video. Also around the season, only one week left. Uh, But let's try to nail another Aka, no? Why not?
1: Okay, let's try to finish the season on a high. We haven't got many Akas left. So, Empoli and Dana, high-scoring game, over 2.5 goals. Udinese to beat Spezia, Roma to beat Venezia, Milan-Atalanta. I think it's a high-scoring game, so both to score. And same with Juventus, over 2.5 goals, total 11-32.
0: High one, Dani always a pleasure of course uh, always learning from you and from our Italian Serie videos, thanks everyone for watching thank you Dani, see you ciao next redu. week for the final one let's see ciao. if we got the Scudetto ready
1: ciao, ciao. arrivederde